Hi guys, welcome to episode 2 of Designated Drivers. I'm Lakshanya. I'm Abby. Um, and today we wanted to talk about our favorite TV shows and movies. Just because I think we're both extremely opinionated about the media that we consume, but we don't actually have in-depth conversations about like, well to be fair i don't consume a lot of media that's like <laughs> tv shows or movies yeah. it's mostly just you so i feel but, like i'm always just like that was our I, I, anyway <laughs> i just like lack an opinion when i watch things i'm just like yeah that was good so this is gonna be an awesome <laughs> 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 um anyways okay we can do icebreakers first Okay, so I go first? Yes, okay. you go first. What does your favorite shirt look like? I'm actually wearing it. Okay, you can't That's see your it favorite if you're shirt? listening to it, but it's like... You can't see it regardless. We're not videotaping, so no one can see it ever. <laughs> Only I can see it. But you can see it, and it's like, it's um, it's like a... I, I stole it from my mom. It's like a blue work That's blouse turquoise. shirt thing, turquoise. And Kate McKinnon has the same shirt. She wore it in one of her interviews for, like, Vanity Fair or something. Like, the exact same shirt? I don't think it's the exact same shirt, but a very similar one. And so now it's my favorite shirt. So you're Kate McKinnon. (laughs) I wish. She's very talented. Okay, Okay. my question. I mean, that's also my favorite color, so congrats on having a nice shirt. (laughs) Okay, you don't have to answer this one if you don't want to, because I know you're... Why did you ask this question? <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought it would be interesting. I know your okay. Spotify playlists aren't public, but my question is, what is your okay. favorite Spotify playlist called? Okay, that's... That's hard. That's like asking, what's your favorite song? That's an I impossible question. I have a favorite question. playlist. Do you not have a favorite playlist? No. Okay. It depends on my mood. I have yeah. like I have like a punk rock playlist. I have a playlist just called Yes and it all the songs on there have a certain type of vibe. I don't know how to describe it. Mm-hmm. But it's just like sometimes I'm feeling like that and sometimes I'm feeling and then I have just like an all Thummel music playlist. It just depends on my mood. I don't have like a what's your favorite playlist? How do you have a favorite playlist? I my playlists are very like minor like for different moods as well but like my happy music playlist or the playlist that I play when I'm driving and stuff it's called I want to feel like this forever and it's just like R&B music and happy music and stuff and so Mm. like it's my favorite because I associate it with happy things good things yeah but I mean I (laughs) I associate not necessarily happy music with good things so it's (laughs) It's hard. I mean, that makes I also like sense. to wallow in sadness, so... Wonderful. Amazing. <laughs> sad music. Um, what can I say? I'm a Pisces. Okay, to be fair, my sad music playlist is the longest playlist I have. Is it's it like, like six hours? No, oh, it's 14 14? <laughs> oh my god. Jesus. I mean, yeah, okay. Anyways. Water signs be like... <laughs> Okay, um, what's your favorite sandwich and why? Oh, Lord. Okay. Do you have a favorite sandwich? I have a favorite sandwich place. It's called Witch Witch. 
And I haven't had it in oh, very yeah. many years. Like, I haven't had it since I lived, like, since I moved here, I think. I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, is it the one across from Best Buy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In Charlotte, yeah. Okay. It's yeah. called Witch Witch. And, like, you can, it's basically Chipotle, but for sandwiches. It's not, it's not like Subway. It's better than Subway. Okay. <laughs> it's very good. But it's, like, my favorite sandwich, I think, is, like, like, normal bread Anything with hummus in it, basically. Like hummus and olives, I really like. You're a Greek like. gal. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I've never been to Witch Witch. I know people who've worked there, but... You should I go, go next to time Witch. I'm in Charlotte? Yes, you should go to Witch Witch. Do you guys not okay. have one in Winston-Salem? Or wherever you are? I don't know. <laughs> Winston-Salem was weird. We don't have, like, random things. And then we have other random things. I don't know. Is okay. which, but, like, it depends. Is which Witch, like, a franchise, or is it, like, regional? I don't know. I think it's regional. But, I mean, like, this... I'll look it up. I'll see what's yeah. up. I'll look it up. Or we'll... But I also <laughs> don't have a car, so, like, even if I there was one here, I don't know how I would get to it. So I'll probably just go when I'm in Charlotte or something, like, take out or whatever. Yeah. Okay, my question is a very good lead-in to, like, the actual topic of our discussion. But basically, I know the answer to this, but I want to know why. Do you prefer... Okay. Do you prefer TV shows or movies, and why? Okay, I 100% prefer TV shows. I don't know what it is. I, like, my brain can't sit down and watch a movie unless I'm feeling a specific type of way. Mm -hmm. And... I don't know. With TV show, it's it's like I invest quickly into characters, mm-hmm. but only if it's like really good, in my opinion. Like mm-hmm. if it's good, in my opinion, Obje- subjectively, if the TV show is good, I'll invest. Objectively, it could be garbage. Subjectively, mm-hmm. I should like it. Like I invested <laughs> quickly into Shadowhunters. <laughs> objectively speaking, objectively speaking, you could argue it's not a very good show. It's However, really... I never read the Mortal, Co- Mortal Kombat book, so it didn't, like, affect me, like... Mortal oh Kombat? Did you just oh, say... Oh, sorry. <laughs> Mortal Instruments. <laughs> Oops. I mean Mortal Instruments. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Yeah, I that's think, what I mean. Yeah. I think. I don't know. The Cassandra Clare read... books. Yeah, I never read the book series, so... It... Anyway, I just think it's so much easier to, like, invest in something, like over a long-term amount of time. Yeah. But movies just, like, it's like, okay, I'm invested, and now it's over. It's like, where do I go from here? Yeah, for sure. It's too, also... it's too fast of a thing for me. I'd rather sit down and watch, like, six episodes in seven hours than sit down and invest in, like, a two-hour thing. Yeah. I feel like it's so much more exhausting to go through so many emotions in, in those two hours period. over, yeah. like, six hours. It's better. Yeah, that makes sense. I think re- up until recently, I also felt that way. Because I get really attached to characters, and I like developed characters. And so in movies, it's like you can't really develop characters in the same way that you can with TV shows just because you only have two hours with them. But I think mm-hmm. there is something like nice about having a story be finished in a short period of time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, it depends on the movie. Sometimes it never finishes. Yeah. Yeah, that is very true. (laughs) Sometimes it's up to interpretation. Yeah. Okay, so we came up with a list of, like, three movies and three TV shows that we each really like. In my case, it's two movies and four TV shows. (laughs) But, yeah. And what did I do? Yeah, I did three and three. Yeah. And then, yeah. Okay. 
She's just special, about... so she gets an extra TV show. <laughs> I get one less movie, though. Oh, Anyways. no. <laughs> do you want to talk about... Do you want to talk okay. about Bridge? My favorite movie is Bridge to Terabithia. Also never read the book. Which, <laughs> don't think this means that I just don't read books to TV shows and movies. I do read books... However, I just happened to watch this when I was really young, and mm-hmm. I, like, love this movie to death, and I just never... Oh, that's... Spoilers. Also, also spoilers. <laughs> like, I think that's good to say, like, up front. We're gonna talk about these, like... I don't wanna... I mean, it's, I yeah. think it is, it's gonna be dumb if we're, like, skirting around it. Like, we're gonna talk about yeah. the TV shows and movies. So, like, don't be upset yeah. if we, like, say something that happens. But, yeah, like... I just never happened to read the book. Maybe I should go back and read the book. Maybe the book is better than the movie. It probably is. Books are always better. <laughs> but I think Bridget Tabith is a really good movie. Everyone always disagrees with me because they're like, it's so sad. And I'm like, well, that's the point. Like, it's not like a happy movie. I get that it's sad, but that doesn't mean it's a bad movie. It's people hate super fun. cute. Or people... No, never mind. I just made the wrong point. Anyways, keep going. Okay. <laughs> It's it, it. I don't cry easy with movies, yeah. Just because it's I don't know. Movies don't get to me like that. I I'm very easy with disconnecting from characters. I, it's mm-hmm. weird. I can connect easily to like TV shows. I can disconnect so quickly from movies. Mm-hmm. So like character arcs like don't affect me and stuff. But British Terabithia will get me. Anytime I, I watch it, say... it will get me. I was gonna say, I remember, like, when I came to visit you a couple years ago, we watched Bridge together. Yeah, we watched it. I made you watch it. And I, that, that's literally the only time I've ever seen you cry. And we've yeah, been friends so... for a very long time. <laughs> but, like, like six years. I've never seen you cry other than that. And even then, it was, like, a single tear. Yeah, I didn't, <laughs> I like, sob like... or anything. I was just, like, I was, like, talking normally while tears were leaving my face. <laughs> I was, like... Okay, I mean, it's I understand. It's just so cute. Like, it, it's the, like, the little, the friendship dynamic. And, like, I appreciate the fact that I feel like at first it, like, insinuates somewhat of, like, um... <laughs> oh, no, I'm forgetting <laughs> character names. <laughs> my brain is just thinking Josh this Hutcherson. This is my favorite movie. I also don't know the character <laughs> I haven't watched it in a while because it's, I just, I don't watch movies. I need to be in a mood. Anyway, Josh Hutcherson's character, like, I feel like in the beginning, it somewhat, they insinuate, like, a romantic relationship, but, mm-hmm. like, not really. Like, I feel like it's always just been them being friends, and I feel like I appreciated that a lot, of them, like, solely being friends, and they just mm-hmm. appreciate each other for that reason, and mm-hmm. it wasn't, like, this weird, like, one of them has a crush on the other one. Like, I think since it was, like, the movie is shot from, I don't know if the book is written that way, but the movie is shot from josh hutcherson's character's perspective Mm -hmm. you see more of him like admiring her Mm -hmm. but i don't think it was ever at least in my opinion ever in like a super romantic way i think it was like like really like my best friend and like when he makes fun of her for like wearing a dress when they go to church is really cute and all of that but like i just appreciated that it wasn't like weird awkward like young kids and young love it was just like we're two friends and then something tragic happened and like it was yeah. just really cute. Also, her dog in the movie is really cute. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. The only thing I remember about that movie is the really awful scene. Like, that one scene where she, like, dies. Sorry, spoilers. Well, they didn't, They didn't like, show it. I know, but that's the only thing I remember. Like, the forest with the, like, branch thing, and she goes across it, and then she, like, 
slips or whatever. They I, don't show that, though. They don't? I don't think so. I'm pretty sure they just, like, say, like, she must have... I think they show, like, the ripped, like, rope. Yeah. And then Josh is, like, freaking out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's then they're, like, they think about. that she slipped and drowned. That's what I'm talking about. They didn't, like, about. show like, it. Because it's a kid's movie. They can't show yeah. that happening. <laughs> But that's the only thing I remember about that movie. But I, I remember it being, me? like... There's so fun. many beautiful fun. moments. One of the, the best moments is when he, like, draws the picture of her and, like, squeezes out the paints that he gave her into the river. It's, like, that moment of she, he's letting her go. It's so cute, mm-hmm. but also so sad. And then at the, the end, when it gets all serious, and he pushes his sister, and she's crying, and then he builds her the whole... Oh, my God. <laughs> Such a good yeah. movie. Yeah, and I, okay. yeah. Okay, I yeah, guess... Yeah, what, what? You what? <laughs> I think for, like, I have a movie on here. I guess I can talk about Tangled now. I think both okay. of these movies, we both watch when we're really young, so they're our favorites because of, like, nostalgia. Yeah, because, like, nostalgia. Yeah. But Tangled is objectively an, an incredible movie. Like, objectively, it's a very, very good movie. <laughs> for <laughs> I would I would agree with you. I'm not disagreeing. But I really really enjoyed it, especially cuz I remember when it first came out, I watched it over and over and over again. <laughs> and like I I've watched I probably watched that movie more times than like anything else. And it's just the characters, it's a Disney movie, but like the characters are legitimately like but it's so much more they're written incredibly well and like just the the just the relationships between all of the characters like the relationship between Flynn and Rapunzel and then Eugene. Rapunzel and her <laughs> Eugene and then Rapunzel and her mom and like the horse too literally every character is fleshed yeah. out to some degree and i just i love this movie so much and like I had a blog at some point called The Snuggly Duckling. I blogged. I had. I actually had, like. Why didn't I, I went know this? Phase. No, this was in, like, elementary school. Like, this was oh, when I was, like. How did you have young. access to the internet like that, that you knew how to make a blog? No, it was, like, elementary school, middle school ish, where I'd have a blog. I had a blog about books, where I reviewed books. <laughs> That's really cute. That's really so you. Dumb. And I called it the Snuggly Duckling because this movie has had such like gigantic impact. We should on name me. our we should rename our podcast to the Snuggly Duckling. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good name. I don't know why I didn't tell us about that name. I forgot until like right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> but genuinely, like, just it's so incredibly well done, and there's just like. I saw a tweet the other day where it was, like, Tangled is the first, like, movie in recent history where they they portray, like, manipulation and manipulative relationships in a way where children can understand them worth between, like, the evil stepmother and um, Cinderella Rapunzel. and stuff like that. Oh. <laughs> between... Between I thought you were trying to say I thought you were trying to compare like that to different movies. Okay, I go. No, yeah, but it was like Mother Gothel. Mother Gothel, yeah, that's her name. (laughs) But basically, technically, she's a stepmom, but she doesn't call her stepmom. Yeah, but not even stepmom. She kidnapped her. Yeah, because she. Yeah, she's just her 
kidnapper. But basically the tweet was like, um, like the relationship, with, they show it in a way that's super realistic because at the beginning Rapunzel like is frustrated by the fact that Mother Gothel won't let her outside, but she understands that and she genuinely like cares about and loves her. And then that whole scene where they're like, after Eugene and her like leave the castle and she's like flip-flopping back and forth between being like, oh, this is incredible. And then being like, this is the worst decision I've ever made. Mm -hmm. This is going to hurt her so bad. It's like that portrayal, it's funny, but it's also incredibly accurate and it's good for children to see that. And, like, understand what that's like in a way that's digestible for them and everything. And yeah. just... And the music in that movie, too, is just... The music is it's quite It's top-notch. Good. It's amazing. I love it so much. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely agree. It's not, like, a standard, like... I feel like Disney got good once they finished making all of their, like, princessy movies that were, like, super just, like oh, looking for Prince Charming, and then, like, yeah. the other, like, Frozen and Tangled, and they got into, like, that genre of, we're making Disney princess movies, yes, but we're not making them in the standard They're way like, of, women are, like, fragile little beings who sing to birds, like, yeah, you know, all the human characters beings are... who, like, have, like, different <laughs> emotions. <laughs> it's very, very good. Yeah, because technically Rapunzel is supposed to be, like, a damsel in distress, but that's not how, like, the movie is at all. It's not how it portrays her at all. And it's even, like, the, it's not just the relationship between Eugene and, what's her name, Rapunzel, that's, like, Mm -hmm. focused on, like, the romantic relationship. First of all, it's not, like, an insta-love thing where they saw each other and it was love at first sight. Like, they legitimately hated each other. It was enemies to love. It was, it was. It was that trope. (laughs) top-notch enemies to lovers plotline but also the like the the emotions that they portrayed with the parents too and how like they like put up the lanterns every year and they Mm -hmm. like and then the reunion at the end with like they like 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 they discovered Rapunzel was their daughter and then they like had that tearful moment I mean it's a little bit unrealistic yeah because (laughs) All they did was see each other. They didn't say a single <laughs> word to each other, and they just knew that she was their daughter. It was a little sus to me. Because <laughs> little... technically, she was born with blonde hair, and now she has brown hair, and you're not even going to question it? Yeah. Like, yes, I know that white people, like, are born with blonde hair sometimes, and it turns brown. <laughs> but come on. You're really just, just going to be like, oh, that's my but daughter. Like, I know exactly what she looks like 10, of... 20 years from now. Her blonde hair at that point when they knew her as a child was her only personality trait. So the fact that she doesn't even have that anymore. Exactly. Yeah. Like you I get don't it. look the same when you're like a small child. I get it. Like they saw her when she was literally like a newborn. <laughs> like it's not even like that's when you don't look like anything. I get it, but it was still a really sweet moment. I haven't watched Yeah, I mean it's a Disney movie. I haven't watched the spin-off series. Apparently they made like a spin-off series. Yeah, I've seen um at my friend's house. They had it on like once and I've like seen a couple episodes. It's cute. It's just like yeah. a cute like they have like the little stories. It's like a regular like kids co- l- l- little cartoon show yeah. for kids where there's like a singular conflict in one show resolved by the end of the episode. <laughs> yeah. It's not like a extended plot line or anything. It's just yeah. small little snapshots. It's pretty cute. But yeah, okay. Do you want to talk about the in the doc? I called it the Amir Khan happy movie. Okay, 
Um, so this is also a movie I saw when I was a small child, but I've seen it a couple of times. I think one or two times since then. It's called Tare Zameen Par. It's mm-hmm. a Hindi movie. Mm-hmm. And it is, apparently I just like sad movies. Yeah. <laughs> it is, it's about, so it's about a boy. I don't know, maybe this, ha- I feel like a lot of movies that are Indian, I just find out are based on like, other movies that are based on other movies sometimes (laughs) and I'm just like I don't know if this is based on some other movie don't come for me and say oh it's actually this but basically it's about a little kid who's really good at art but he's dyslexic but nobody knows that he's dyslexic and in India there's like a very big culture of if you're not good at school it just means you're lazy like Mm -hmm. get over it and so he's like like his parents are frustrated with him and so they send him to boarding school and he's really upset because he doesn't want it like not mm-hmm. be with his parents and it like makes him really sad but he meets like a really nice teacher Amir Khan who like actually like connects with him and lets him like be an artist and like allows him to like flourish as a person and not just be like your grades suck because all the other teachers just like are mm-hmm. hate that kid because they're like he doesn't do good in class but mm-hmm. he, Amir Khan like sits down with him and realizes oh he's dyslexic talks to his parents and is like he's not dumb, he just needs extra help sometimes because things don't look the same to him as they do to us. Mm -hmm. And it's just really cute and, like, his journey and, like, him becoming more confident and, like, winning, like, a big art surprise at the, like, art prize Mm -hmm. at the end of the semester and, like, the school finally realizing he's a talented kid. He just doesn't learn like everyone else and everyone has, like, a different learning experience. And it's just really adorable because... I don't know. I didn't know anything as a child in that movie made me cry as a kid. No, yeah. Me too. I was literally about to say, like, I watched it when I was a very small child and had no semblance of, like, anything. There was no brain cells And it still makes you sad. But I still, I remember I cried the first time I watched that movie because I was like, this is, I still remember the ending scene, like, at the very end where his parents like the child's parents come back and they're like happy mm-hmm. to see him or whatever and the child has like a like a mohawk thing happening with his hair and then the mm-hmm. teacher also has like a matching mohawk thing and then they like hug goodbye or whatever and it's like it's the sweetest so thing cute. it's so and it's, it's so, so good cute. for india because it's yeah. like there really is just like that heavy culture of you're just being lazy get over it and try harder but it's like mm-hmm. no some people need other outlets and just struggle with certain things and are good at other things yeah and that's why i now go to a school for arts <laughs> <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> it's a really cute movie and i would recommend to anyone like i don't speak hindi and like yeah. you can still watch a hindi movie and like understand what's happening i highly yeah. recommend anyone watch that movie just we with can... subtitles. I think it's on Netflix. Is it? I think so, yeah. We so can, like, type out the on. names of all of these things that we're talking about yeah. in the description. So, like, you yeah, can find sure. them. Um, yeah, I remember... Okay, another... Sorry. <laughs> but No, go ahead. I remember watching that movie with Amir Khan in it. And then very soon afterwards, or, like, in close <laughs> succession, I watched Gudjani. <laughs> <laughs> and now, if you don't know, <laughs> that movie also has Amir Khan in it, and but in this movie or Surya, if you're watching the Tamil version, <laughs> yeah. But I watched the Hindi version, and in it, he's basically what I remember is he's like trying to kill this guy, and there's a lot of he's like 
I think. No, wait, yeah, I think I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I watched Memento, the movie that it's based off of very recently. And so mm-hmm. it's basically the story is he's trying to kill this guy that killed his wife, but he has short-term memory loss. And so he has to, like, remember. He has to, like, remind himself of everything. He writes on the walls and himself stuff. And, like, writing on the wall and stuff. And, like, it's super scary because he's a really scary guy in this one. And, it like, I should not have been watching it when I was, like, that young. I really <laughs> no, I remember, like, it. me, I was watching it in, like, a car or something. And my mom, like, turned it off because she was like, this is too violent. So I don't yeah. know why you were allowed to <laughs> no, watch the I, whole I, thing. I'm, I'm sure the same thing happened. I think I caught enough of it, though, that, like, it affected that it me. Affected in some way. <laughs> I just think that's funny. I didn't even know it was based on Memento until a couple months ago. Where I didn't either. I had to watch it for my film class, and I looked it up afterwards, and it was like, yeah, Gajani's based off of this movie, and I was like, oh. <laughs> oh. I think that the, I feel like the Thumbo version wasn't that serious because they're like half of it where it's like Surya and Hassan just like meeting each other and like joking around because <laughs> she like doesn't know he's like rich or whatever. I don't know. Like the first part of it I is like fun I'd and playful that. and then she dies and then it gets serious. <laughs> okay. Okay. I The next one on my list is Moonlight. Now... I watched Moonlight for the first time in 2018, two years after it came out, in my, like, junior year English class. And my junior year English class, I think, has had a very large impact on me, just in general. Okay. Have I not talked about this to you before? Me and my friends... Okay. Me and my friends who've been in this class, we talk about this all the time. But that class just, like, taught me how to think in a variety of different ways. But when we watched Moonlight, it was the first time that, like, I could watch a movie and understand it fully or, like, analyze it fully. And I'm the type of Mm -hmm. person to enjoy something more when I can be analytical about it. That sounds really pretentious. (laughs) I apologize. But... (laughs) I know what you mean. It's good to, like, understand what you're watching. And it's also, like, like understand on a deeper level beyond just, like, yeah. what's happening. Like, just the choices made and everything. And so I watched this movie, and I, it's such, it's so good. It's, it's, I, like, don't know how to, like, it's just, it's very, very good. Because it follows this one guy, Chiron, through his, like, <laughs> what are you doing? Nothing. Go ahead. <laughs> it follows this one guy through his life, and it's the stories. The movie's told in three parts, where it's like his childhood, and then his like adolescence, teenage years, and then his adult life, and it's just, it's just, it's played. The acting is really good. The acting is incredible because it's impeccable with the three different actors. Yeah, they like picked up on each, like the mannerisms of each actor is. You it's could crazy. actually believe that, like, this, it's the same character, even though it's yeah. played by three different people. And even just, there's not a lot of, like, dialogue happening in this movie. <laughs> it's not a lot of plot. I either. hate it's a movies very, like that. It's a very character-driven movie, but I really enjoy stuff like that, because you get to follow, like, his journey as a person, and by the end of it, you feel like he's a real, like, existing person. 
mm-hmm. know what I mean? Where it's like yeah. you're attached to you this You like character. followed someone's life. Yeah. And it's just, it's so incredibly well done. And even the peripheral actors, the peripheral characters are incredible. Like Janelle Monet, I think is in this. Unless I'm, rem- no, not Janelle. Eh, is it Janelle Monet? Hold on. Let me look it up. Oh, I no. think it is. Yeah, it is. Janelle Monet. Yeah, it is. Who is she? She's um, she's Mahersha Ali's character's wife. Oh, okay. Yeah, and like it's, I just there. It's incredible. I really, really like it. If you haven't watched it yet, you should. And it sucks that people who haven't watched this movie only associate it with the Oscars thing that happened. <laughs> That's the only reason I watched it. It sucks. I literally that that's well, its. To legacy. be fair, no one knew it was like existed. Yeah. Like that's when true. it when it won, everyone was like, "Wait, what?" That's the, why I watched it because everyone made such a ruckus about it. Because mm-hmm. everyone was like, "Oh, no one knew Moonlight existed." I was like, "I don't know what this movie is. Let me just watch it." Like I don't watch movies. Mm-hmm. I don't know what got into me that day that I was like, <laughs> "I'm gonna watch this movie," and then I watched it and I was like, "Okay." <laughs> I like, I can't, I, I'm just not, I'm not good at watching movies like that, where it's like, cinematography is beautiful, and like, characters mm-hmm. looking at each other, and saying things in code, and just, See, those are my favorite movies. I don't, I just don't know what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> I like, don't know what they're saying to no, each that's other. that's why I'm saying, like, I don't think I would have enjoyed it as much if I hadn't watched it in that class, because we yeah. were watching and it like you, specifically to analyze it. And, like, we were taught how to analyze it. And so, like, that's kind of what made me, like, it, like, unlocked something in my brain. It it, clicked your film brain. Yeah, that's what made me enjoy not only, like, movies and, like, visual media, but, like, like, like every type of media, because I could understand how to approach it analytically, I guess. I'm sorry, that sounds really pretentious. I don't mean (laughs) to. No, you're fine. But... Yeah, I really, I love this movie a lot. I think it's good. I think the acting was really good. Yeah. I, like, I... know enough to take away, like, those kinds of things. I'm Maybe if I, I did watch it when I was in, like, like, early high school. Yeah. So that could yeah. also be why I didn't understand what was happening. If you watched it I, after, maybe... after the whole Oscars thing, then you would have watched it, like, early sophomore year. Yeah, yeah, probably something like that. Maybe if I watched it now, I'd understand it better. But I was just kind of, I watched it because everyone was like, it's so good. So I was like, okay, I'll watch it. And I was like, okay. I just kind of wanted to be in on the conversation, so I watched it. <laughs> yeah. In the And know. I mean, La La Land's, I definitely did Yo, deserve Don't even get me started picture. on how, it, okay. It definitely did deserve Best Picture, Moonlight. What? Did. Moonlight did. Oh, I thought you said La La Land. I no, was about, don't Moonlight even, I was, did. okay. Yes, Absolutely. <laughs> I, okay, not to get off topic, but to get off topic, my brother watched La La Land on a flight because we, we were flying to India, and I think mm-hmm. on the way there, he watched it and was like, he literally took his headphones off, he was sitting next to me, put his hands down and went, that was like the best movie I've ever seen. And this was really after, this, okay, this is after there was already so much hype around this movie because it was like, oh my God, it's so good, like oh, Ryan Gosling and I'm stunned, it's so good. So I was like, fine, I don't watch movies, but I'm on an airplane. So on the way back from India, I was like, it's all the land. I'll watch it. Mm-hmm. I felt 
absolutely nothing for these characters. <laughs> like, zero. At the end, when she, like, what is she, like, locks in and then she sees him and then walks out and it's, like, a big thing of them not, like, meeting each other. I felt nothing. I was like, I don't care. And I think the biggest thing for me with that movie was I couldn't, and maybe this is my own fault as, like, a viewer to not be able to, like, remove, like, Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling from these characters. Mm -hmm. I couldn't look at Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling and think, oh, these are struggling, starving, like, actors who are trying to make it in the business. (laughs) I just couldn't, like, separate that. I feel like if they had cast, like, someone, like, up-and-coming actresses, I would have totally been down. Mm-hmm. But just the fact that they were, like, A-list, A- like, A-list actress, actors yeah. and actresses, I was like, I can't get behind this. Yeah. And I don't think she was a very good singer in the movie. I really enjoyed it. I mean, it was, like, it was, it was a good movie because when I just I thought it was so first... dramatic. I can understand that. <laughs> I watched it's also it. like me just watching like a white movie about white people just being white people and me being like, <laughs> come on, we get it, you're struggling. <laughs> okay, that is very true. That is very, yeah. very true. It like, it's definitely like she spills coffee on herself before an audition and then she comes out and she cries and you're like, okay. okay exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I will say though, I, like the first time I finished watching it, and immediately afterwards, I was like, this is incredible. This is amazing. This is the pinnacle of art. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> but then, like, after a while, it it's not a story that stuck with me personally. I understand why a lot of people, it stuck with them. But for me personally, I was why? just like, after a while, I was like, Where's the okay. relatability? I think there's the relatability exists in the an artist looking for, like, a job. Mm-hmm. the relatability <laughs> doesn't exist like the chemistry between the actors themselves i didn't see i feel like the rela- relate you could only relate to the struggle of like trying to be an artist in this world where like art is so like sought after and like it's hard to make it in the business mm-hmm. like i think that was the biggest part that was like oh i feel their struggle sort of mm-hmm. but the between the characters i felt like there wasn't chemistry maybe that's just my opinion i just didn't feel it it felt yeah. so awkward to me Your opinion on this movie is very unpopular, by the way. I know. Everyone likes this movie. I just thought it was like... I'm not saying it's like a bad movie. I just felt nothing. It didn't make me feel anything. Yeah. I can definitely understand that. I also just really like Emma Stone, just as an actress. She's great. I... I, Yeah. See, I don't don't think I've seen her in a lot of other stuff, but... I went to LA last winter break when things still were happening and we could go places. I went to (laughs) LA for winter break and we went to the, what's it called? The uh, planetarium. What is it Mm -hmm. called? Hold on. Let me look look it up. I don't live in LA. (laughs) Planetarium. Oh, the Griffith, the Griffith Observatory where that scene mm-hmm. between Emma Stone's character and Ryan Gosling, they're like dancing and it's sunset and it's like very pretty. Is um, it when they sing City of Stars? I think so. I don't know. I, don't I haven't like watched this movie in a while. But we went to the Griffith Obs- Observatory and I was so excited because that was where La La Land happened and I was like, oh, oh my god. <laughs> This is incredible. This is amazing. I love it here. And also this YouTuber that I really like, her name's Dodie. She, like, La La Land's her favorite movie. She won't, like, I think she got a tattoo for it. Oh my god. It's her favorite movie. She's offended by my opinion right now. (laughs) And when she, like, 
went to LA she went to the Griffith Observatory and like she like made a video there and everything and so when I went I was like oh my god this is so cool I'm like here so like it's (laughs) definitely like a movie where like I got something from it and I really liked it but I mean I understand I don't think it's like the best movie ever made or anything yeah and it definitely did deserve all right you know Moonlight definitely deserved it over that oh and like they're both good actors I just don't think the story was that compelling yeah okay do you want to talk about the anyway (laughs) sidetracked um yeah i mean the ocean trilogies it's not much like it's really just like oceans 11 12 13 i haven't watched oceans 8 which i probably should i just haven't just because i just never got around to it but it's like our my family's movies is like the oceans movies like i watched them when i was a kid so it's Mm kind of just like nostalgia for me and it's like I don't know, it's just, it's a, they're good movies, and they're like, yeah. oh, like, a, pulling off a heist, it's just, <laughs> I've never watched it's just like them. the chill, you need to watch them, I've never because watched I them. don't like movies that are like, well, I think that's where it like is different for me, I can watch a drama TV show, I don't mm-hmm. like drama movies, because I'm stressed, I mean, I'm stressed during TV shows too, but like, movies I'll just I can just skip through them like I'll just skip through the movie if I'm getting too stressed about it or I'll just look up the plot which I do all the time (laughs) when I'm watching tv shows and movies but with oceans it's not like a stress it's like a it's like a chill it's not like a comedy necessarily but it's like it's it's, it's, it's a heist movie you know what I'm saying so it's just like chill it's not like I have to sit here and be like (laughs) yeah that makes sense the only thing I associate with the oceans movies is there's a bit that John Mulaney has in his, like, first, one of his first comedy albums, where he was like, an oceans with women would never work because one of them would always be breaking off to talk, like, talk <coughs> crap about the others. Oh, he my does it God. Better. He does it better <laughs> in the bit. I mean, it's not the most politically correct, but, like, okay, whatever. And then, and then When oceans was it made, up. though? Like, in 2010, I think, 2011. And then Ocean's 8 came out, and I think he did an interview, and, like, someone asked him, like, oh, did you hear they have an Ocean's 8? And he was like, yeah, I'm gonna watch it. It's gonna be great. All of my jokes are not, like, they're not points. I'm just speaking nonsense. I don't know anything. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. Yeah. It's not but, yeah. even the oceans I'm talking about, and that's all you know. It's they're good movies. <laughs> yeah. I watched them with my roommate for a semester because I was like, we have to watch these, and she was like, okay. Yeah. See, I don't think a lot of people, a lot of people have watched them. It's just like she I said, haven't. she'd seen them in like passing, like she'd never mm-hmm. like sat down and watched them. They're the like nostalgia is, movies. They're like feel good movies for me. I hadn't even heard about the oceans movies until Oceans Eight came out, and it was like a huge thing. Like well, I because heard they them. came out when we were, like, super young. Like, the only thing oh, okay. I knew about them is because my dad watched them and was like, these are fun movies. Okay. Yeah, they were, like, I mean, like, George Clooney, like, was in it, and he looked young. Like, the, it was <laughs> it's pretty old. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, we can move into, like, our favorite shows now. This is exciting. Okay, okay I have go, four you shows. You go. Okay, so I have Fleabag on here, and I watched Fleabag very recently, like a month ago. I'm very, like, the thing about me is my pop culture knowledge is, like, I discover something, like, 
half a year after everyone <laughs> else has. Like, Fleabag was a huge thing, I think, yeah, it in, was like, really 2019. Popular. But I hadn't even heard was, of it. I think my junior year. Junior, yeah. senior year. Yeah. I hadn't, like, heard of it or acknowledged its existence until, like, a couple months ago. You hadn't heard of it until a couple months ago? Or I think I've, I've like, heard about it in passing, but I never really, like, acknowledged it as, like, a thing. Um, Do you know yeah, what I my mean? My brother watched it and was like, I'm not, it wasn't my, it wasn't for me. And I was like, oh, okay. I just never looked into it. I understand why, because it's very much, it's like... For women. <laughs> it's very much for women in a way that's, I can see why it wouldn't be palatable for men. Not to, like, comment on your brother or anything, but, like, it's very... No, yeah. It's, like, it talks about women and, like, women's, like, sexuality and women's, like, issues and things in, like, a very unsavory way, but it's refreshing because it's not, like, it's realistic. You're not, and it's, yeah, you're, not, you're not trying to cater to anyone. yeah. And it's very, very, and it's not even just about women, and it's not just, like, a feminist show. Like, it's a very good show on its own in that it's written super complexly, and the character is written super interestingly. And it's really, like, unique from every other show that I've watched, at least, because Fleabag has a relationship to the audience in that she talks to the camera directly, a lot so Mm -hmm. she'll like talk to us as if we're her friend as if we're like a character in the show and so we're kind of like we have a different relationship we have a different relationship to the character in a way that isn't true for a lot of other shows that I've watched and so by the end of the first season there's this huge twist that happens where because of this relationship that you have but with with Fleabag, with her character, it, like, hits you in a different way than if that didn't happen, and it's just, Mm -hmm. it's, it's incredible. I really like it, and she also, like, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, she originally was just gonna have it be one season. She's incredible, by the way. Like, I don't understand how she exists as a person. (laughs) Truly. (laughs) But, um, she was like, I originally was only gonna make it one season, because that relationship between Fleabag and the audience I thought was well established and there was nothing else to do with it after the end of the first season. But then she finds a way to spin it in a different way and have something unique happen with it in the second season where like a love interest, a solid love interest is introduced in the second season. And like, Mm -hmm. I don't want to spoil it. I know we've been talking about spoilers throughout this episode, but like, I really don't want to spoil it because I really, really think you guys should go into it without knowing a lot and just, like, experience it for the first time. It's super easy to watch, because there's only six episodes per season. There's two seasons, and each episode is half an hour. So, like, I finished it in okay. two days. I, like, I finished it in two days, and it was incredible. Yeah. I really liked it. I feel like she does that. Like, she doesn't... She's good about, like, not having, like, hour-long episodes that are just mm-hmm. so exhausting to watch. I mean, the that's the one thing. I watched it with my friend, Shreya, And we both were like, I would have liked if this were a movie because I think it was like one solid storyline throughout it and there wasn't a lot of things happening outside of this storyline. And so there really, it didn't, I don't understand why it wasn't just a movie, but I mean, like, that's the only gripe I have with it. It's really very, very good. You should watch it. Maybe I will. What's it on? 
It's on Amazon Prime. So if you have Amazon Prime, okay. then you can watch like videos. Um, and Phoebe Waller Bridge is a genius. I don't understand how she made. She's, she's. Great. She made. It's funny. You haven't seen Crashing, and I haven't seen Fleabag. <laughs> and we both haven't seen Killing Eve, but like. <laughs> yeah, I I forget that she even wrote that show. She wrote. She came up with. I think. I think she came up with Killing Eve. And then she wrote Fleabag, and she wrote Crashing. And it's like, I don't get right. it. And at the 2019 Emmys... They're all, like, different genres of, like, yeah, writing also. exactly. That's what I was going to say. At the 2019 Emmys, I think she was, like, the second person ever to have... Fleabag was nominated for Best Comedy, and, like, she won Best Comedy. And then mm-hmm. Killing Eve was nominated for Best Drama. And so she was, like, the second person ever to be nominated for Best Comedy and Best Drama. And That's it's, like, so how does that happen? She deserves it. <laughs> she I like, does. Oh, my God. We Sorry. can go into crashing. <laughs> we no, can, if you want to. Yeah. Okay. So Phoebe Waller-Bridge also wrote a show called Crashing. It's, like, I saw someone describe it as, like, Friends, but more modern. I, I want to disagree. Just It's, like, the same dynamic of, like, sort of sitcom-y, but not really, because it's... I don't know, it's more than just, like, there are these, these are, uh, well, I guess it is just, like, about these six people and, like, their lives or whatever, mm-hmm. but it's very, like, um, so it's, it takes place with, um, I think it's six friends, but quote-unquote friends, they kind of, like, become friends throughout the first season, mm-hmm. and they live in, like, a disused hospital, it's based in the UK, so mm-hmm. it's, like, there's this thing called prop- being a property guardian. Yeah. And so you can, like, become a property guardian for, like, um, a place of living, like, an old, like, abandoned area. And, but you can just, like, get evicted at any point in time. There's, like, a bunch of different things. Apparently, it's, like, a real thing in the UK. I don't really, I looked into it at one point, but, yeah. And it's kind of just, like, about how them as people become friends. Like, Phoebe Waller-Bridge's character, like, shows up in the first episode, and that's when things, like, start, like getting a little crazy because she adds a different dynamic into the group Mm -hmm. so and then there's like different questions about some character sexuality and like people denying it or like the characters denying themselves so Mm -hmm. it's like a really cool like modern take on like just I don't know it there's so there's so many different dialogues in this one show that it is a comedy but there's so Mm -hmm. many different pieces to it like there's a part where one of the characters who struggles with her body image just like finally is like you know what why should I care about what other people think like I'm just gonna embrace myself and love my body like it there's so many different layers to it even though it's just like a random comedy I feel like it's not okay to just like compare it to friends because friends yes I I mean I haven't watched enough friends to like to me friends is like background noise like yeah it's a Mm -hmm. funny show but it's like it's a sitcom yeah but she does it so well in that she's talking about real things in a and way you're that like to the characters and everything. Exactly. But you're also entertained. It's not like you feel like you're being preached to or anything. Mm-hmm. And like the characters are it's it's in my opinion it's really well acted as well. She's mm-hmm. she's she's an actress and a writer. She's 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 something else. Dude, I don't I get I don't get it. I think I she and um Donald Glover are coming out with either a movie or a show I don't remember based on oh, Mr. and Mrs. Smith next year and I'm very excited for it. I'm very, very both excited. very talented people, but yeah, mm-hmm. crashing is super. E- There's only one season. I'm very upset about it because it low-key ends on a cliffhanger, like two cliffhangers. Was it canceled so or did she deliberately end it? 
I don't think it was, I don't know. I think there's just like, she was just like, I'll get her. I think she was just like, I'll get around to it. Maybe. I don't think it was like actually officially canceled. I think she just hasn't gotten around to a second season, but Mm -hmm. I want a second season so bad because Mm -hmm. the first season is so, it's like, I've watched that show like five times because I'll just watch it when I'm in like a certain type of mood. I'll just watch the whole season. It's so Mm -hmm. good. Like I can watch it plenty of times and still find it funny. Yeah. Okay. There's also, wait, just so everyone knows, there's two crashings. Oh, yes. It's crashing UK. It's, it's not the one with the UK. other guy it's in not, it. It's not crashing HBO with Pete Holmes. Although that is also, yeah. I've heard, is a good show. And John Mulaney appears in it, apparently. Know. But, okay. yeah. I don't know. <laughs> um, We've been speaking for 48 minutes. Yes. <laughs> Do we want to keep going? Yeah. Okay. 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 My We can next... just, like, we can go through these quickly. Okay. Or I can talk about Barry, and then we can talk about Avatar and White Collar, because we've both watched it, and I don't have to talk about okay. it. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. Okay. Okay. And my last thing is Barry, and it is... I really like this show. I found it... Again, this, this happens with me a lot, where I'll discover something, like, years after it's popular... <laughs> Um, it came out in 2018, the first season. The second season came out in 2019. And I watched it, like, the October, like, first semester, only a couple months ago for the first time. But I really, really enjoy the show. It's basically this guy named Barry is a hitman <laughs> who um, is also a Marine veteran or whatever. And he, like, came back from war and he didn't know what to do with his life so he became a hitman because this guy like his uncle or someone or like a family Mm -hmm. friend recruited him and now and so the first episode opens with him being like I don't want to do this anymore and he like gets assigned a hit in LA and he follows this guy to his acting class and like he goes to this acting class and he decides that he wants to become an actor after experiencing this acting <laughs> class and it just follows the chaos that ensues afterwards and it sounds okay that description sounds really wacky and dumb and stupid <laughs> i understand like when i first heard it i was like this is the dumbest thing i've ever heard but then i watched it and i was like this is actually very real like it's not a sitcomy like comedy and Mm -hmm. especially in the second season it gets super super dark and interesting and all the thing that I like the most about the show is just the characters are so well written and the plot like the premise of the show is so high concept but the actual like plot points are super realistic and the characters feel like real actual people and it's just (laughs) why are you looking at me like that Okay. I didn't I watch it. Really I watched it. the first two episodes. Yeah. And then I read the rest of the plot. <laughs> Realistic is a strong word? No. Okay, see, the thing is, it's because if you look at the plot on a surface level, it's not realistic at all. It's not. Because people he's be a hitman. People killing people left and, and right. Yeah. And hitmen don't <laughs> exist. But the thing is... Well, we don't know the, that. We don't. But, like, they don't exist. But the thing okay. that I'm saying is realistic is just the emotions that each of the characters portray. And, like, 
Okay. The interactions and relationships between the characters yeah. come from Since I didn't watch it, faces. I didn't get to see that. Yeah. So if you just read the Because when I read the... It, it sounded ridiculous. Because it, it was just people really just killing dumb. each other left and right and then, like, a gang war happening. It was just like... I was like, what is happening? This it's, is ridiculous. It sounds really stupid, but it's really good. I really enjoy it. I really, really like it. I also made my friend watch it. Uh, Shreya also. Hi, Shreya, if you're listening. She couldn't get me to watch it. <laughs> it's very, very good. She also really, really liked it. Um, it's very good. It's very good. Okay. Okay. How good is it? I really like it. I, okay. <laughs> I was making so... fun of you because you said it's very good like five times. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just don't I'm know kidding. what to say. Uh, I... I don't know. Okay, we can talk about <laughs> Avatar now. Um, I mean, yeah, I feel like it's pretty self-explanatory. Avatar: The Last Airbender. I feel like all of us. If agree you that haven't it's watched it, it's absolutely point. iconic show. Yeah, like, come on, what are you doing? I mean, I yeah, watched I watched it for the first time over the summer. Yeah, you watched <laughs> it, and for you, it wasn't nostalgia, and you still mm-hmm. thought it was insane. Yeah. Yeah, so, and my brother and I watched it together over the summer. And he really loves it. He's watched it multiple times since then. And he also watched Korra. <laughs> he also watched Korra, which I didn't watch. I never watched Korra all the way through. Because, I don't know. I think people say that the first season is a little wacky, but second season it gets good. I've mm-hmm. just never made it to the second season. I just never did that. Yeah. So I haven't seen But I've heard that it's, like, really good. There's just and something about <laughs> Avatar that's so... Like, I don't know what it is, but it's just... It's the fact that it's in, like, such, like, a fake world. Like, obviously, it doesn't exist, but it feels mm-hmm. so real. Like, all the emotions That's... feel so genuine and, like, you're an actual human being. Like, could, like, yes, mm-hmm. it's, like, oh, like, you're learning about firebending, but it teaches you about such real-life concepts. Like, my parents love that show. They're, like, oh, it teaches you about life. <laughs> I'm, like, yeah, dude. Yeah, and also, like, all the characters are super interesting to talk about. Like, even how long has it been? Like, 15 years since it's aired or whatever? Or, like, Probably however longer, long it's been. I don't been. know. Yeah. Even now, like, people still have conversations about the characters and, like, the plot loins and plot yeah. loins. <laughs> plot loins. <laughs> the loins of the plot. <laughs> and it's still, like... And that just speaks to how good the show is because even though it's like Absolutely. a children's show and a cartoon, it's super well written. Yeah, it's like you can watch it as a kid and you can watch it as an adult and you get something from it both times. Yeah. yeah. You just get different things, but also good things both ways. Mm-hmm. It's very yeah. good. And I think they've tried to make remakes of this multiple different times. Apparently now they're making, they're like remaking uh a thing an animated like a, movie an animated movie with the original yeah. creators i don't know i haven't watched my i don't know what the watched... point of that is yeah <laughs> i don't know what they're gonna do with that but i mean if it's good it's good let's yeah. we won't we won't go into the the live action movie because... my brother watched the live action and he hated <sighs> it <laughs> i watched it in theaters in india oh my like we God. went in theaters to watch it it was so bad yeah, it like it, apparently it just wasn't like at all what the original was at all. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, I guess the last show we can talk about is White Collar. Yeah. 
White Collar is a (laughs) movie, not a movie. It's a show. White Collar, I watched it eighth grade. Eighth grade, mm-hmm. yeah. My brother was just like, it's this show. And I was like, okay, I'll watch it. And then I did. And I was like, oh, my God, this is the best show I've ever seen in my entire life. I watched it's, it only. Which yeah. is really dramatic. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've i only watched a few shows all the way through, and this is one of them. Mm-hmm. And it's five seasons long, so that's saying something. I've, I've watched a lot of shows in my life, but I've only ever gotten to, like, oh, season three. And I'm like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> but I watched this all the way through. And it's so good, in my opinion. Yeah. The writing is a little wacky at times. Yeah, I watched it. So the first time, I hadn't heard of it before I met you, and you were like, you should watch White Collar. So I watched it, I think, sophomore year, freshman year, something yeah. like that. And I really, really enjoyed it. It's like, I rewatched it again recently, and the writing is kind of bad in that it's, it's wacky. Like, it's a crime procedural at the end of the day. So it's going to yeah. be like written kind non-realistic of and not realistically. But the thing that's super great about it is just the characters again. I think yes. It's like I would die to be friends with Neil Caffrey. That's Neil dramatic. Caffrey I just really objectively like him. he's like a thief art thief criminal person. <laughs> Yeah, so but he goes to jail, but he gets released, and, like, under certain conditions, if he helps the FBI, he gets put on an anklet, so he can mm-hmm. stay within a certain radius, and, like, that's the whole premise, is, like, him being an art thief and using his, like, art thief brain to, like, help the FBI solve cases, but at the same time, there's, like, back background plots, like, mm-hmm. each episode is, like, a different crime or something yeah. but there's like a background plot that, like, goes between the whole season yeah, and, like, there's, throughout like a through the line. entire show. Yeah, yeah. And it's just, there's just something about it. I don't know what it is. But it makes it just, you feel good. It's just homey. It makes you but feel Except so for season happy. four. Season four is so for stressful. Me, for me, I skipped, I think You skipped season three I, as a whole. Yeah, the last time I rewatched it, I skipped season three because I was like, the plot, it was the dumbest thing I've ever heard because, okay, spoilers. It was the season where he like, he, he steals a whole art house like he steals a whole pirate ship's a boat. worth yeah. of a submarine art. a submarine a U-boat. and the entire <laughs> season the entire season he's keeping it from peter who's the fbi agent that he's friends with and like helps solve crimes with and stuff. yeah they have like a dad-son relationship yeah and he's keeping it from him the end maybe you just time. relate too much and like because you love your dad so much you're like how could he keep it from his father i mean that but it was just so stressful because the it was yeah because he's hiding it from everyone he's hiding it from everyone and it's just the it was so dumb because the season four is so much worse though but the entire because he's like not even in the united states (laughs) the entire plot line fell apart in one episode where like a list what's her name l she gets l Elle gets Elle? kidnapped. Oh, when she gets kidnapped? Elle gets that kidnapped. That is, like, the most stressful episode. Elle gets kidnapped, and then he just... Neil just is like, yeah, I stole the U-boat art thing. I just stole it. Well, okay. I, and it's like... I get, but it makes sense, because it's like, he didn't expect... I forget the escalate. villain's name to go after Elle. But because, it's like... Because it's like that cute thing where, like, Neil will defy Peter, but he would never defy Elle. Because, yeah. <laughs> yes, like... Him and Peter are, like, dad and son, but Elle and him are, like, best buds. Like, he would never want to put her in harm's way. And it's also because he cares about Peter so much, he would never want to put Elle in harm's way because of Peter. Yeah. 
I just that whole season was I can't deal with it. I can't do it. And then I watched up to when I rewatched it, I watched up to season three, and then I stopped because I was like, I can't get through season four. And the ending is one of the most heartbreaking, like, oh, so sad. I uh, spoiler. Spoilers? Do we want to? I mean, yeah, we can. It's fine. Well, actually, no. You know, go watch it. It's a good show. Yeah, we okay, won't yeah. spoil go it. Go watch it. Because the first time you watch it, I remember I was watching it like sophomore year, and I like the next day I had a test or something, but I was watching it, and I was like, "This is I can't go on <laughs> after this." <laughs> <laughs> My life has no meaning <laughs> from this day. But then the brilliance of it is, like, yeah, it's super, like, awful the first time you watch it. But then you, like, come away from it being, like, yeah, that was the best ending that they could have come up with. Yeah, because it it gives it some sort of continuity and not just, like, Yeah. There it is. I I don't know how true this is, but at the beginning of lockdown, news happened where they were, like, there might potentially be, like, a movie happening. They had, like, a whole reunion at one point. I yeah. think on Instagram or something. Yeah. Um, because but... Matt Bomber. <laughs> don't even get me started on how just He's beautiful attractive. that man is. <laughs> He's very attractive. Yeah, it's not a hard show to watch visually. <laughs> no, it's great. It's also like, it only gets stressful at season three. Yeah. But it's not that bad compared to like how dramatic it could be. It's really not terrible. But it's just, it hit me in a way where I was like, I can't do this. I can't do this. I can't. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. But for the, it, but, like, season four and five, it gets into, like, his dad and stuff. And that's when it gets, like, crazy, crazy. Okay, yeah. That, I blocked that out. of my Yeah. Mostly. I just remember that that happens. I don't even remember. But, yeah. Anyway. They're all good shows and good movies, and you should watch them. And we'll put them, we'll put like the full typed out things in the description. Yeah. This was fun. Yeah. I like this. Okay. If you, if you guys have any ideas for us for future episodes, let us know. Our socials will also be in the description, um, along with our actual Instagram, Drivers Pod, at Drivers Pod Instagram account. Um, so if you want to let us know on there, you can. Um, and yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. We hope you guys stay safe and healthy. And we'll see you in a couple weeks. Bye. Yeah. Bye.